0: Hello and thank you for checking out the Gots to Listen podcast. I am your host, Elliot Gotts, and today you're going to be listening to an interview that I had with a student of mine named Haley. We had so much fun with this conversation. It was the first time that I had hosted an interview on Zoom and it went so much better than I expected. We laugh throughout the conversation. We talk about a ton of different topics. I really hope that you enjoy this conversation as much as I did. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram at gotstolistenpodcast. Thank you and enjoy the show. Hi. How are you?
1: I'm good, how are you?
0: I'm good, I'm excited. This is the first time that I've had somebody do this through Zoom. So hopefully uh, hopefully, I don't mess this up on my end. All right, so tell us about you and your interests in general. Just give us a little bit of background about you.
1: My, well, my name is Haley Haley. I am a freshman at Patrick Henry Middle School. And I like, I am interested in reading, art. My favorite subject right now is history. That's really that's it.
0: <laughs> what kind of books do you like to read?
1: My favorite is romance but I haven't really explored much out of that but I like romance and I like a little bit of action books too.
0: What's your favorite romance novel?
1: Um, Definitely the series called um, After. I like discovered it at the beginning of quarantine. I discovered it and I finished the like, the book series within like two months and there's well over like three pages
0: oh wow that was like one of the first things so do you enjoy school in general do you like going to school do you have a love-hate relationship some days you love it some days you hate it like tell us a little bit about how you feel about school
1: I like school like I like coming to school because I can see my friends I'm like pretty close with all my teachers the only thing that like I guess would like not want me to go to school is like due dates because I hate homework so much. So I usually get my homework done, like in the classes leading up to the class to actually do. So the only like thing that's really, I wake up and I'm like stressed out to go to school is if I haven't done my homework.
0: So you're a bit of a procrastinator?
1: Very much so. Like I cannot get, I cannot get a project done if it's not due the next day.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: The essay that we just had, we uh-huh. had to do it and I didn't start it until Sunday and like if I would have sat down on like or not Sunday Tuesday if I would have sat down on like Saturday then I would not have gotten anything done
0: do you think that you work better under pressure
1: I do work better under pressure because like, <laughs> I'm also a low typer so I was like working with a friend on my essay And he had like a few sentences done within the time that I had like half the page done. So I was, I don't know how I was going that fast, but also the um, extra credit, I wanted to get the extra credit so bad. So (laughs) I was like trying to.
0: Okay. I like that. That's really interesting about due dates. I always felt like I was somebody who worked better under pressure, but I just blamed it on procrastinating and being lazy until the last minute. So I don't really know that it made me work any better. It just was what I used to uh, get my work done and it worked for me for the most part. So one of the things that you said you wanted to talk about tonight was the pressure of getting good grades and just, you know, I know you as a ninth grader, but going back towards elementary and middle school, what kind of student were you as you started school and went through middle school?
1: So when I was, okay, so like when I was in elementary school, I was like, so my personality, I was very talkative. Like I was put in the front of every one of my classes right next to the teacher because I talked way too much that like when conferences came, like my parents just heard, like I was talking and I was a very awkward girl. I, when I look back on Younger Me, I don't know, just the way I act, Younger Me bugs me now. <laughs> I was very, I was very outgoing, which is not necessarily a bad thing. It's just, it I was just this like ball of energy. And the way I handle kids now, I, like Younger Me, I just, I wouldn't be able to handle her. She was very opinionated as well. And I was, but what I like about Younger Me is I was not afraid to speak my mind and being, a, I, I could be myself. Um, you still feel that way? Yeah, I am very much so myself now. That's why, in the way I dress and stuff, I wear sweatpants and hoodies every day because I don't really care about like how others see me so much as like, that's, I'm comfortable in like whatever clothes and like the things I say to like I have a distinct sense of humor and I'm just like, I don't want to fit in with everyone else. I just kind of want to be like who I am And my friends like me for who I am, so I don't need to change anyway, so.
0: Do you think that that was a hard thing to come into, or did you ever feel like a pressure to, did you ever feel like you wanted to be a certain way, or like, were you always really comfortable just being yourself?
1: (laughs) So, okay, so I moved, I used to live in Indiana, and so growing up there, like, there was like no, like, I feel like everything, we're all just like connected in Indiana. There wasn't really a popular and like a non-popular but then when I moved here in fifth grade, I definitely could tell that there was like popular girls and then there was like, like there was like a like social status and that wasn't really like prevalent until I moved here. So then in fifth grade, I kind of like started off with like the popular girls, but in sixth grade they kind of got more like they were kind of like acting the way they acted and I was different. So I stopped talking to like all the people I talked to in fifth grade and I kind of developed my own friend group and stuff. And honestly, I think I would have had way more fun than if I would have like stuck with these girls where I would have pretended to be something in order to be friends with them. What
0: about academically? Were you always really good academically?
1: When I was younger, I would pick things up pretty fast in like elementary school. Like I'm, Pretty good at math. Reading was always a struggle for me in elementary school because I hated reading. Like I would cry reading Judy B. Jones. I like if you have asked me two years ago, my thoughts on reading, I probably would have laughed in your face and said, "Readings for losers" or something like that. Like I hated reading growing up, but now I like it. The first year I noticed that like it's getting tricky was sixth grade. That's when like I was like, oh, this is getting real. But I didn't even take sixth grade all that serious.
0: You said this is when this was, is gonna be real, as in like the work and the grades.
1: Yeah. So when we were talking about going to sixth grade, they like the way they made it sound was it was like gonna be very scary. When I got there, it wasn't that bad. It's just I feel like I was overwhelmed because that was like, I'm so used to having one teacher. I had six and then I have four classes of homework night. So I would just kind of pick and choose like where I want to do my homework. So I'll do two classes and then I'll like, hope I have time to turn in the other two classes or like work on it in school. And then my grade in English went like I had an E in English in sixth grade. I like I kind of just stopped caring in some of my classes. And it was like my grades were very all over the place. because It was just a matter of how much I cared and how the teacher taught. And if I was interested in that.
0: Do you think that's where your procrastination started?
1: Yeah, I guess so. Because yeah, I I procrastinated. I think I also procrastinated a lot in fifth grade.
0: And you said that you used to look at reading as something evil. And now you like reading a lot. So what shifted for you? How did that change for you?
1: So I have this friend and she reads a lot. And like in seventh grade, we became friends. And she'd always like talk to me about books. And I read like one book all of seventh grade on my own. And it was like this short little one. And I just hated reading. And then one day I was like, why don't I the first book series I read is was Twilight. But I was like, I watched the movies. And I was like, why don't I try to read the book. And then once I read the book, I finished the first one in a week. And after that, I like took like the second one to move. I went to a movie theater and I took the second book with me and read in the movie theater and I didn't even watch the movie. Like, I was so, and so I finished that book series in, like, a
0: month. Do you remember what movie you skipped to read Twilight? <laughs>
1: yeah, Um. It, it was this movie. It's called The Rocky Horror Picture Show.
0: Okay, and outside of being somewhat of a procrastinator and doing your homework an hour before it's due, how else would you describe yourself as a student?
1: Procrastinator. I volunteer a lot in my classes, like, when I can. Like, if I don't know what to say, then I won't. Well, not always, because sometimes I'll volunteer, and I'll just... Don't know why I did that because I have no clue what we're doing, but I like to volunteer a lot and I'm not a good reader out loud and I always volunteer to read. And then, like, my friends would just make fun of me because I don't know how to read out loud, but I like to volunteer. I like to also, like, help my teachers and stuff like if they're like like I need a helper to do this then I'll be like oh I'll help you like I like I don't know I just like helping my teachers and being a volunteer I'm also when it comes to like work it depends if I have friends in that class or not in your in your class I don't have any of my like close friends so I tend to just do my work without any distractions but then like in math I sit next to one of my close friends And it's just, I just want to tell her everything throughout my day and stuff. So it depends on, like, who's in that class, too, as far as distractions go.
0: That's interesting. Do you have any clue what you want to do when you are older?
1: It, it like, varies, like, all the time. So the last thing I said I wanted to do, which I don't think I want to do anymore, was become a history teacher. Or I don't think I want to become a history teacher because I don't like kids that much. But I might want to, like, get an education degree. And go to like a third world country and teach children that like actually need the education because I feel like for one I'd be doing my part and that kind of ties into like the helping thing or helping people thing like with the last with the teachers and also I just think it would be like a great opportunity I don't know just that just sounds very interesting to me.
0: Do you like to travel?
1: I don't travel that much. Like I haven't. I the only I haven't left the states except for like one time I went to Canada. I don't travel that often, but my family does live like all over the states. So every there's no place that really pops out to me. I don't travel that often.
0: That would be pretty rewarding and a rewarding experience. You get to take the skills of being a helpful person and take some education and help out some people that would be in need, you know, being in service of others.
1: Yeah, or go into homicide. Okay, now that is,
0: that is, yeah, that is a completely different there's like, I want to help people in a third world country and I want to go into homicide. So how do the two of those kind of balance each other out or how do those two different interests go about?
1: I like the third world country thing but also with homicide is I'm like very interested in like crimes and stuff, like true crimes. And I kinda wanna like piece together like a murder and try to find like the guy that did it. Like that just sounds very interesting to me, but I don't know like which way I'm gonna go. I don't I'm really bad at when it comes to like future, like planning your future. Like when the counselors did that thing, I always just like freak out and I'm like, I don't know what I'm gonna wanna do when I'm older. So it, it I don't even depends.
0: Well, you have a lot of time to figure it out. So hopefully you don't feel pressure I don't, to just make a decision I
1: don't know why those are
0: when did you start to feel pressure to be really successful in school like successful not just to get your homework done but to be like a successful student
1: I want to say more so seventh grade sixth grade to me was literally just like meeting all new friends and like not doing homework seventh grade is when I had I feel like my teachers were like they would always say like next year you're going into the middle school and they and teachers always say this they say next year you're going to go into this grade and it's so much more tougher and for me it's always just like kind of like a little step up but they like our teachers were like you're going to a new school and you have to have good grades and then that's when we started like talking about like careers and stuff and that's when I was like oh Maybe I should start working on my stuff, actually working to get good grades for college and the rest of my life.
0: Do you look at it as, I mean, do you feel like it brings pressure on you or do you just feel like it's a checklist of something that you just need to accomplish? Do you feel like there's pressure to be really, really successful? Or do you just feel like as every grade comes and each assignment comes, it's just like a task oriented thing that you just need to get done. Like how do you view that?
1: I view it as like a task-oriented thing that I need to get done. So I feel I don't really like look at like in every class an assignment. I'm just like I have to do this assignment and turn it in. I don't really think like, oh, this is like a lot of points and I need to turn it in so I can get my grade at A that eventually I can go to college like I don't like plan out everything and I don't think about college that often I just kind of like think about having like a passing grade like other like my other friends will talk about like the exact school they want to go to and why they want to go there and then what they want to be when they're older and I'm just like kind of like I'm like juggling between three career paths like I'm not really too worried about the future. and I feel like I should start worrying about it because I'm like already like at the beginning of high school and like graduating becomes like Comes sooner than I think it is, but kind of coasting through school.
0: Do you feel like in general you're really good at staying in the moment, regardless of whatever it is you're doing? Do you just feel like in general you're really good at appreciating the moment and not thinking too far ahead and just staying focused on what's right in front of you?
1: I would say, I would say yes. I don't really think like I don't really plan out things either. Like this, I barely planned out. I gave you a random time and I woke up like. Fifteen minutes before we had to do this, like I don't, I'm really bad at planning things out. I just kind of like agree and then just hope that it works in my favor later.
0: It's admirable, you know. Like I think that that's really cool. How do you think that it has benefited you in some ways, or has it bit you in the butt somehow? Ooh, living in the moment. Yeah, you know, not. I don't want to say like not planning ahead because that sounds like you don't do any planning, and I know that that's not the case. But you know what I'm saying.
1: I mean. like I like living in the moment like there'll be times where I'm like hanging out with my friends and like I guess this also works with like living in the moment I well no actually it it doesn't actually help me because I'll be like oh dad can I go to this friend's house and then I'll just like I won't think anything of it and like he won't know how I'm like going home and like all this stuff and I get in trouble a lot over that actually (laughs) I like then I'd I'd not even plan them. I just like make decisions in my head and then like won't inform other, like my parents and stuff. And then they'll just be like, well, you didn't plan how you're going to get home. You didn't plan how like this, this and this. And I'm like, it was a rational decision. I just want to hang out with my friend. More often than not, it ends up with me getting in trouble or scolded by my parents. I mean, I guess it can like be good in some ways. I like reversible decisions too.
0: Reversible decisions?
1: Yes. Like if a decision is like irreversible, like if I were to like dye my hair, then I like and I regretted it, then I just have to live with it for a few months. But like if I decided to like get a piercing, then that's a hole in my face forever. Like, and I and I know eventually I will regret it because I have issues with that, with being like, oh, I want to do this. And then like two days later, I'm like crying and my parents are like, why are you crying? And I was like, because I didn't think this through. Now I have a piercing. Yeah. I guess living in the moment's not always that good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. So you talked about how every year teachers put pressure on, you know, next year you're gonna need to do ABC, etc. But you know, in a current year situation, you know, like let's say with you being in ninth grade, how do you think that either teachers put pressure on you or do you have any teachers that do a really good job of relieving pressure of you or, you know, how does that dynamic work? This is
1: kind of what I want to talk about. So I, um, I'm not going to say some teachers' real names, but I'm going to say Miss Gilmore's name. I love the way Miss Gilmore teaches her class. Like I have like never been stressful in her class. And the thing with teachers is I know they have like a curriculum and they have to teach so many things, but some of my teachers go about it like all wrong. And, it just makes the, like it just makes me not want to do my homework and it makes the class more boring and yeah i'm going to say boring i don't like it but miss gilmore i feel like she does a great job of getting us to learn all our things but then also adding like fun elements but also like kind of buckling us down and like getting assignments done and also she laughs with us and stuff which i like i appreciate well a lot of the kids in our class don't appreciate your humor but I appreciate your humor I like the other day you're like are you insulting the way I run my class but I like I like English like I I don't like English as much as I like my English teachers because I've never had a bad English teacher and I'm always the closest with my English teachers weirdly enough I don't know why because that's always my worst class but I like I like the way you run your classroom it's just different than like Miss Gilmore but then I'll have other teachers and they just are like work 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 and then you don't get like a second to breathe and that's where the stress comes in because then I'll be like every night I have homework from this class so they didn't get to finish because we were working on too many things and a lot of my um like not even just teachers that I have a lot of my other friends would talk about like their teachers and how They don't feel like they have like room to breathe because they have all this work and due dates and stuff. So I think the majority of the pressure is like the like the teachers kind of also with it, like around like the holidays. It was like really muddy there because we did the whole going online and then we did like the hybrid and stuff and but teachers still had to like teach. I feel like going into it, like we started learning immediately when we got back from like winter break and I just wasn't prepared for that. So like that was a really hard time for me, too. And online, like online was the worst, not really the teacher's fault.
0: Well, you hit on a couple of things there. So let's break it down a little bit. Let's let's kind of break it up. So let's start off by giving Ms. Gilmore some more praise because I'm a huge fan of Ms. Gilmore. I think that she is amazing. So, you know, you said that one of the things that she does a really good job of is giving students room to breathe in class and whatnot. Can you talk a little bit about some of the strategies in her class that she uses or some of the games that she might use in class to help kids learn like what are some of the things that you see her doing in class that really, really resonate with you and that you really appreciate that really help you?
1: Well, the first thing is she does not she doesn't really have like late assignments, which feels nice because like and she doesn't really talk about it because she doesn't want kids to like think like, oh, I'm going to turn my project in two months late. And she won't penalize me. But like if you have like a project or like a paper that like was due Friday and you turn it in Monday then she's not going to take points off or even if you turn it in Wednesday and I like I like that she does that because she like understands that it's a stressful year and also on Mondays we just have like a day where she'll give out candy and we review like the last thing we learned and it's kind of like a catch up day it makes you want to volunteer and like look in your notes and like read your notes real quick and like then you remember too and then she incorporates the fun in there but i just like the way she lays out the week i love it i love history this year And I normally hate history so much. Yeah. She's like, she's really good at getting kids involved with like what we're
0: teaching, what we're learning. Love it. I love it. All right. So let's shift gears a little bit. One of the things that you brought up was going online. And then you felt like when everybody came back from online, there was some kind of a mad rush to get a whole bunch of material in, probably right before final exams, I'm guessing. So I'm guessing you are
1: not a fan of online. Oh, no. I, well, I I was a little different than other students. So I slept through like almost like a day that I did not have an absent was like shocking. I would have an absent in at least like one class when we're online because I just like slept through them because like my sleep schedule, my sleep schedule is still bad, but like I'm not going to fall asleep like in class now. So that was one thing that I struggled with, was like not even being able to like be conscious during the lesson. But then when I was, it was so unmotivating for me because I was at home and I was like in my own element and I was like laying in my bed. So the teacher would be talking and I would just like sit there and I'll try to listen. But like it was just going in one ear and out the other. And I was just kind of like looking at my room. Like it was hard to focus on the teacher on online school and doing projects. I'm like, in some of my classes, I'm a paper pencil type of girl. So like doing online for everything and like having to make a copy of the doc and then go through and then submit it electronically. It was just, and even asking teachers for help, it was just like more work and I was just not interested in it. So I just ended like my, my grades kind of tanked then. Like, I just was not into online.
0: So how does being in the actual school building, I mean, that motivates you. And I know there's a lot of students who are in a similar boat as you. How does that help motivate you? Is it because you don't want to mix schoolwork with your home life? Or like, is it because it forces you to get out of bed and be somewhere else?
1: School's intended purpose is like, to teach us stuff so going into school I'm like in that mindset like oh I'm gonna learn but like being at home I'm like oh this is my home this is where I go after school and I relax and stuff and then it was like people brought school to home and like you said like the the two things then clashed because and I work so much better like when the teacher's there because the teacher can also like remind you if you're like getting off topic or like you're not paying attention too. But overall, I just I like learning in school better. It's just so unmotivating just sitting at a computer instead of like face to face with your teacher.
0: So I know that you're doing better in general being in the school building. Does it because you said that you're sometimes a paper and pencil person. So much of the work that you're doing, even when you're in the classroom, is being done on Chromebooks, done with technology. Is that a struggle because it doesn't fit your learning style?
1: In your class, no. In your class, I don't mind it just because we haven't done like any paper pencil activities. And um, sometimes I don't like writing like with paper pencil because I feel, I don't know if I, I don't think I type faster, but I just feel like it's, I'm just more used to it. But, like, in Miss Gilmore, we do a lot of, like, paper, paper-pencil assignments. And in Mrs., in my science class, like, a lot of my classes, we do paper-pencil. Like, the only classes I do, like, a majority online is your class, math, and, well, not, even, like, math is, like, 50-50, and health. So, in a lot of classes, we are actually doing paper-pencil And then it's like when we had to go like home, it'd be assignments that we normally do like bell work that we get physically and then we have to type it in and I would just like I wouldn't even try to attempt it because it was it was just like everything just switched and I don't like dramatic changes because it just everything just gets like flip flop and trying to learn on top of like my whole school world being flipped upside down is just too much for me and a lot of my friends.
0: That makes sense. So for you, let's talk about, you know, being successful. What are some goals that you have for yourself? So let's break it up into three parts. What are goals you have for the rest of ninth grade? So we have a little less than a semester left. What are goals that you have that you'd like to accomplish by the end of high school when you graduate? And what are some goals that you have for after graduating high school?
1: Oh, I'm really bad at goals. Well, I guess one goal I have for the end of the year is to, like keep my grades up to like make honor roll at the end of the year because I'm I, like I always say that and like if in like a new semester I'll be like you're gonna do all your work you're gonna no missing assignments and then like three days in then I'm like oh I guess I'll have to turn this in tomorrow because I didn't do it for homework so like I guess my goal and this is like always my goal but I never I always break it is like to keep on top of my assignments and don't let them like slip away from me and have like this big mound of work to do and yeah like I just want to get on a roll because then I can like still have like I still can get like B's and stuff I don't have to get all A's but I still have to like keep high up there keep my grades decent and then for end of high school for graduation I guess my goal is to Matt, like get all the um qualifications I need to go to like the college I choose. So like take the three years or two years of language that I need to go to a college, I eventually choose to like go to. Just like end with like good enough grades to be accepted to a college, I guess, because I don't I'm not that good at like turning in stuff on time. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's just to go to college and have all the stuff like qualify to go to college, I guess. And then for after college, my goal for after college or after high school?
0: Either. Both. Either. You have two different career paths that you're thinking about going towards.
1: My goal for F, well, I hope I decide to do one of my many career paths or in case I start a new one and then follow that one through. I guess my goal is to do what I need to do to actually have that career path so like if I choose to do homicide I don't I actually don't know what you need to do to get into homicide I didn't really look up any but qualified to be a homicide detective or whatever I want to be.
0: So talking about pressure that students face do you think that your generation faces more pressure less pressure or the same pressure as when your parents went to school and why do you think that?
1: I feel like my parents my parents went through like pressure my mom well. Mm, Like, are you talking about, like, the difference between, like, learning in, like, the 80s and 90s between learning, like, now, like, with the technology and stuff? Or, like, them, like, personally and how they learned?
0: I guess both. I mean, in general, I feel like when, for me personally, when I was growing up, you know, I went to school in the 90s and I graduated in 2005 from high school. And we were told, you know, you have to get good grades and you have to go to college or you're not going to have a good career. And over the course of time since I've graduated high school, there are so many more jobs that have opened up that don't require a college education where people can still be successful. But when you're in school every day, you're still gonna have teachers that preach getting good grades and whatnot. But I don't know college-wise specifically, I don't know that the pressure is put on students the same to go to college. So I guess just in general, in terms of being successful, graduating with good grades, mapping out your career and your future, do you feel like your generate, we can make it broad and say, do you think your generation faces similar pressure that, you know, an older generation faced?
1: So okay, I'm going based off of what my parents told me. So I feel like, okay, now teachers monitor, can monitor everything you do. So like, I guess back then, like when my parents were in school, everything was like paper pencil and like there was like nothing online or if it was then it like like it was just like everything was paper pencil now it's like math and for example Khan Academies we like do those and like the teacher can see when you opened it how long you were on it so like there's no getting away with like oh I tried this and I couldn't do it because then like Miss Flynn can just like pull it up and be like it looks like you spent six seconds on it like you did not try and that Oh I hate I don't like that. I hate that. Like teachers monitor like how long you're on assignment and what you're doing. Like I don't know how to explain it. But like even like I'll know like I actually did the assignment and I tried it and I was on there for like 10 minutes redoing the assignment and I still would just kind of be like what if 10 minutes wasn't long enough like cuz you can check all that. So I mean That's, like, added pressure because, like, my parents can just, like, go to school and, like, not do three of them and be, like, I tried these. And then write, like, a little note and be, like, can you help me with these? But, like, now it's just kind of, like, everything's online, especially right now because of COVID. Right. So teachers just have access to everything. So I guess that's added pressure. I feel like then it was set that after high school you're going to college and then going to get, like, a business degree or something and then go into your job or whatever. But now... I feel like the internet also like opened new doors. So, like now there's like online, you can like sell stuff online. So if I chose that, I wanted to make my own like small business, then I not go to, well, I, I could go to college and get my business degree still, but I could like skip college and work on my product and then like sell that and then make, make money that way. And that would be my job. Like, I feel like now with the Internet, there's like more options on like things you can do that so you don't have to go to college. I guess I'd be like less pressure because college is a very pressure filled subject. Right. I, yeah. I don't know how far you would get into that small business thing because the college is kind of like the safer route to go to. And then you just have nothing after that. So it's really just kind of, I don't know, pros.
0: Okay. So I have two left for you. One is, what is Mm -hmm. one piece of advice that you have learned about maybe we'll lead towards being successful? Like what is one piece of advice that you've learned that has either helped you remain successful or motivated you in some way from anyone, anywhere along the line? What's just one piece of advice that you've learned?
1: So that's a hard one. A piece of advice that I've like learned. I don't really know like any advice that I've learned that's like kind of stuck with me. There's like all this pressure to get good grades, which you should strive to get good grades. But I mean, there's like I know people at our school that talk about how they have practice after school and then they have homework and then they like get all their homework done and then they have, like, no time to themselves, and I just, like, I guess just kind of, it's something do at midnight, and you're, like, you don't have time for yourself, and you get home from practice at, like, six, and then you have to, like, watch your, like, little sibling, like, I know people that are, like, way more stressed than I am, because, like, home life is just sport, and then helping with their siblings, and then homework, and I guess get your homework done, but, like, don't, don't stress over it. I don't know how to word it. It's, like, yeah, do your homework. But like if it's like a day late, then it's not gonna hurt you that much. Like focus on yourself before your I don't want to say schoolwork, but like focus on yourself. Like your your own like health and like yeah, I guess your mental health is like more important than like a project that's worth five point anyway. And finally, I like to end
0: all of the episodes with this question. What is a suggestion that you would give to somebody? who is struggling with the pressure of being a successful student, or just a piece of advice that you'd give somebody to help them in general? What's something that somebody could take away from this?
1: I feel like the last thing I said, focus on your mental health and you, and if school is, like, taking away from, like, your mental health, or, like, you being you, or, like, your time, then, like, step back and, like, work on that assignment later, and, like, focus on you time because everyone needs time to themselves work like working and working and working and like no stop that's just not it's not healthy and stuff but like definitely yeah I feel like I've like restated the same thing like four times in the span of like 20 seconds and just rephrased it
0: it's all good it's all good all right real quick I have a I have a I guess a different one that just kind of came to me while you were talking do you think that students your age struggle with time management?
1: Yes. For me and a lot of my friends too, I was sitting there and it was 10 o'clock and I'm like, I got to do my assignment. And I'm like, oh, two hours. I can finish two hours. Like, what? it's going to be easy. And then <laughs> I started the thing and I'm sitting there and I'm like looking at my clock and I'm like, typing i have like three sentences done and it was like well i was doing it at night so it was like 11:47 and then i type like three sentences and i look up and it was like 11:54 and i was like wait it it was i'm i'm so bad at time management and like like that goes into the planning thing like i just like in my head i'm like oh i'll get it done but that's not usually how it goes
0: well thank you i had a lot of fun chatting with you this was a really fun conversation and I am very grateful that you decided to join and you are the first one that I have hosted on Zoom. So that was a fun little experience also. So thank you so much. And I am very grateful for your time.
1: Thank you for having me. Okay, bye.
0: Bye. And there you have it. How much fun was that? She was so nice. I enjoyed speaking with her so much. Hopefully you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. Thanks again for checking us out.